The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. When we expend negative energy towards others and the world around us, we push ourselves further away from our own success. Welcome to Wealthy Thoughts with your host, Richard Levy. Our show provides a positive blueprint to what you could be doing in order to bring more success to your life. Now, here is Richard Levy. Warm greetings, ladies and gentlemen, in the United States, Asia, and all around the world. This is Richard Levy in Chicago. Welcome to Wealthy Thoughts, where we talk about the thoughts, feelings, and actions you need to take in order to live a successful and prosperous life. Have you ever felt the image that you are portraying to others, dear friends, perhaps to family, significant others or colleagues, is not what you truly believe or feel is true about yourself? Out of fear, out of pleasing, or perhaps for many other reasons, we have pushed our authentic self away from not only the world, but more importantly, ourselves. It is as, as if we are living somewhat a lie. You want to discover the creative, unique, once again, you. Drop the facade so that you can follow your passion and rediscover your happiness and bliss in living. Then you're going to want to listen to my special guest today, Mr. Dennis Merritt Jones, author of the recently released bestseller, Your Re. Defining Moments, Becoming Who You Were Born to Be. Friends, Dennis is a person with a vision. Throughout his lifetime, Dennis Merritt Jones has been on a quest to inspire and lift people to a higher expression of life. His personal personal vision is to guide people to their purpose, knowing that when one fully awakens to who they are and why they are on the planet, they begin to naturally share their gift with humankind and in the process create an enriching life for themselves and the world around them. Dennis believes we each have the capacity and ultimately the responsibility to contribute something positive to this world, leaving it a better place than it was when we arrive. His teachings promote a contemporary, life-affirming, spiritually logical, and positive outlook on life, which are reflected in his writings. Listen, dear friends, as you get to know your authentic self, I would like you to get to know the authentic and wonderful Dennis Merritt Jones, as I have, as I read this book from cover to cover. It is absolutely fabulous. You must get it. We'll tell you how to do that later in the show. Dennis, welcome to Wealthy Thoughts. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to be with us today. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling just pretty darn fine in the moment. You know, it's, 
I, I, I like to say to people, I have very few complaints, and the ones I have are small. So I'm, I'm pleased to be with you today. Thanks for the invite. You're so welcome, Dennis. You sound great. Dennis, let's get to your outstanding book, which, as I said a moment ago, I truly love and endorse and have learned and matured from. Folks, as I talked to Dennis before we went live, I have had a couple breakthroughs, several, uh, during the time I read his book, and I truly believe you will also. Dennis, we are authentic when we come out of the womb, then out of fear of criticism, punishment, condemnation, ridicule, or being made wrong, we begin to play a role. We please others, we create facades so that we are accepted and liked and loved, so to speak. All along, as you say in your book, this is a form of self-betrayal. Would this be correct, Dennis, that all through your book, you are helping the reader identify where and why they may have gotten off the railroad track from their mm-hmm. real self that they may not even recognize right now today? Absolutely. I, I think, you, obviously, you have read the book. You've articulated the, the, some of the premise of it uh, very well. You know, I, I start out the book in the introduction with a quote from Ely Weasel. And I just want to share that quote because it really sets the tone for the conversation and the question you pose. He says, when you die and go to heaven, our maker is not going to ask, why didn't you discover the cure for such and such? The only question we'll be asked in that precious moment is, why didn't you become you? You see, and the fact is that, as you said, we were born, the minute we were born, we were born in that perfect state of of wholeness, and, and the authentic self was fully present there, which is how the universe, or however you want to articulate the idea that we come from something larger than than what we can see looking at us in the mirror, it, it, it personalizes itself in each one of us in a, a way to, to be uniquely expressed. That's why there's more than one of us on the planet. So life can have a multitude of individuated expressions of itself. And so, yeah, we're here. Uh, the moment we were born, we were that pure potential. And the, the moment we were born, we started to get covered with labels, you know, beginning with, with a, a, a gender, you know, ethnicity, ethnicity a color, skin color, uh, age. And, and the labels go on and on and on. And the further we go into maturity physically, the more we forget about that authentic self we were the moment we were born. So the book is really about the journey, taking the journey back to that sacred moment when you were born and redefining yourself based on who you find there rather than what the world tells you about who you are. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, we could close the broadcast right there. You want to listen to over and over what Dennis Merritt-Jones just passed on to you. Dennis, I want to hook on to that, but I'd like to uh, ask you to very, very briefly tell the audience, we have an audience all around the world, who was uh, Ellie, e- Ely Weasel? Who was he? Can you give us just a, about five, ten seconds on who he was? Uh, just a philosopher, a writer, a, a person who shared in, insights by, by his own growth uh, in his writings, g- gave us the opportunity to take a peek into his wisdom. You know, we share. We all share each other's wisdom. Every, I mean, there's nothing original uh, in, in the world as far as sharing information goes, because we all draw from the very same source. <laughs> so right. we all in, we individualize how it shows up. And he wrote 
he wrote words that resonated to me just as the words I write may resonate to you and, and others. And yet, who, I mean, who is he? Who am I? We're all coming from that same place of the authentic, or better said, the original self, which is life itself. Well stated. And ladies and gentlemen, all through Dennis's book, you'll read quotes of people, and I'm going to mention just a few of them. We can, I, not, There's no way we can get to all of them in this uh, short hour that we're together. But his, your timing, Dennis, and I say this sincerely, is perfectly is perfect when you place the quotes. And then, ladies and gentlemen, what he will do, in case you are the reader or not clear on what the quote means, Dennis will take English and translate it to English into his <laughs> Dennis-isms. No, you did, you did a great job on that. I'd like to self-disclosure, I personally came from a divorced family with the normal anger and resentment in childhood with fear. And guess what? I'm raising my right hand. You can't see me. And I started to talk a lot. Now, Dennis talks about talking a lot. And we're not talking about a TV comedian, talking a lot and pleasing. And I could see myself in your book. I suppose a lot of people can also. I've come a long way. Your book helped me grow in the week I took to read it, in many ways, and confirmed suspicions I've had about family and friends. And we'll, we'll come back to that subject later on. Dennis knows where I'm going with that. You also mention in your book to look at friends or occasions when there is, now let's just ladies and gentlemen, when there is no song or dance to please or attempt to world criticism and make it special, make that in simple English. You, when you're around friends or relatives where you do not have to think about what you're saying. He talks about that in the book. Conversation flows, it's natural, and then I'm authentic. Dennis, you compare the unexpressed self that has been bottled up to foam like in champagne and bubbles and sparkling Carbonation, wine. yeah. Carbonation, that's what he means, exactly right, carbonation. Our self that has been hidden, bottled up for years, wants to express itself, and you talk about that. And eventually, right. it will have its way. In the long run, if you create an intentional opening through which this energy may express in a healthy manner, it will do so. If you fail to do this, it will still have its way, and may, you may not, the person may not be caring so much for the consequences. Comment on that, right. please. Well, to put it in metaphysical terms, uh, there's there's this principle of life called the creative divine urge, and it's imbued in every living thing. Look at your fingernails. Look at the grass growing in your yard. Look at the flowers. Everything that's alive has a life force that's pushing through it, growing. And, and if it could speak, it would, it would be saying, I have to be more tomorrow than I was yesterday. It's the principle of growth, and everything that is alive is growing. And when we bottle that up or we resist that or, or uh, divert that energy in an unhealthy way, there's a, a principle that I refer to as the universal imperative, which is grow or die. And if we don't direct this in, impelling desire to push out and grow, which is coming from the authentic self, it will create things in our lives that, that resemble havoc and perhaps even dis-ease because energy will have an out. It must be expressed. Our choice is not if, if it's going to, but how we will direct it. And that is uh, that goes back to exactly what the principle of your show is about, understanding that your thoughts, backed by your feelings, inspire actions. And that energy is, is going to be directed by your deepest beliefs and thoughts in ways that are either productive or destructive. And you get a choice.
it's going to have its way, but you get you get a choice to just to discern how that's going to unfold. So you're in a driver's seat there, ladies and gentlemen, which way you decide to go. Dennis, many of us, and we have a minute before break, many of us were taught when we were young to conform. Don't be different. Be like everyone else. Dennis, can a person be like everyone else on the one hand and also be creative on the other hand? Do the two go together very briefly? Well, in a generic sense, we are like everyone else. I mean, we're all human beings. <laughs> but if you take a look at the individuation that each each human being is imbued with, we're, we're put here to express it uniquely. So while we're all the same, we're all different. And we're not, to, to, Emerson said it, to, you know, imitation is suicide. When we try to imitate others, we are basically telling the universe that we're not really interested in being who we came here to be. And uh, it creates havoc in our lives. A lot of people simply have been living their lives based on the input of others. And here's the thought about that. You think about, well, you're taking a break, right? We're going to go to break, and we'll come right back. Hold yeah, that thought. We'll get that in your mind. And we're going to come back right to that point when we come back, Dennis. And then, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about wants and needs. You're going to want to hear this. Mm -hmm. I'm Richard Levy with our dear friend Dennis Merritt-Jones. And you're listening to Wealthy Thoughts on the Paramount Channel at Voice America. Stay with us. I am so excited. We'll talk to you when we come back from the break. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Many of us know we should read our affirmations, visualize goals, and post in a gratefulness journal. But we put our success thinking at the end of the line, behind work, family, and other daily tasks and challenges. Richard's philosophy is that prosperity is more than just wealth. It's also about health, love, forgiveness, goal writing, and letting go of all kinds of negativity. If you are really serious about thinking success, attracting wealth, and feeling great about yourself, daily prosperity thinking has to become just that, a daily habit. Here's how to put your prosperity thinking first. Sign up for Richard's free no-obligation daily prosperity message on ThoughtsMakeYouWealthy.com. Then click Daily Prosperity Messages and join thousands of other people who are now putting their success thinking ahead of everything else. You are worth it. Again, visit ThoughtsMakeYouWealthy.com. Tune in every week for the Wellness Lounge, a step further with host Desiree Watson. Our program empowers you to incorporate a wellness lifestyle into your life, supported by a diverse selection of guests, including physicians, athletes, and education and government professionals, while helping you realize the connection between mind, body, and spirit, you'll achieve a personal edge in injury avoidance, stress management, and personal development. The Wellness Lounge, a step further, airs Mondays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Master your reality and manifest your desires effortlessly. Listen to The Trivetti Effect to find out how raising your level of consciousness can totally transform every aspect of your life. Hosted by Mahendra Kumar Trivedi with Trivedi Master Alice Branton. Our program will spotlight the nearly 4,000 documented scientific studies that have proven the transformational impact of this energy extends beyond humans to all living and even non-living matter. 
Tune in Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel or Saturdays at 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com This is Wealthy Thoughts with Richard Levy. To reach us today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send us an email, the address is WealthyThoughts at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Richard Levy. You're listening to Wealthy Thoughts. Our guest today is Dennis Merritt Jones, author of the fabulous bestseller, Your Redefining Moments, Becoming Who You Were Born to Be. And that's what we're going to talk about today. A lot of us have learned roles to play, have learned to talk a lot, to please, and unable to say no. We're going to get to all that today. Before we went to break, Dennis, you were talking about people, whether they're all similar people we have a lot in common or we don't have a lot in common. Please pick up where you were, sir. Well, the one thing we have in common is we all have beliefs. And oftentimes, we're unaware of the beliefs that we have. You know, I, I often wonder how many of us are living lives based on who we're not rather than who we are. And you think mm. about this. Since the day we were born, we learned primarily to define ourselves based on the input and opinions of others. You know, for, in other words, from the outside in. And over the years, that information, whether it was correct or not, became embedded in our personal belief systems or, or our consciousness, our deepest beliefs, far beyond our conscious awareness that it's even there. And as I say in the book, if we could excavate our deepest recesses of our belief system or our consciousness, we'd discover many beliefs about ourselves that simply are not true. And they may have never been true. And yet we've lived from them as if they were true because we've never identified them clearly enough to question them and to challenge them. And that's, that's really where self-awareness uh, comes in and the ability, the willingness to take a look at your, belief, your own belief system, understanding that your beliefs are, are what sponsors your thoughts, and your thoughts, as you've already said, move through energy f- feelings into actions. And a lot of people are living from beliefs they're not even aware that they have. And so the Absolutely. book is about, about guiding people to do some self-inquiry and to really explore what they really do believe and to find those areas where there's really a, a discordance with how their life looks and with the willingness to look at the beliefs that are creating how that looks and challenge those beliefs. And ladies and gentlemen, I want to underline that, what Dennis talked about. The book does challenge you to ask, to question your beliefs that we picked up with with good intentions and good reason when we were very, very young. And as you read through the book, he supports you in questioning yourself to see if you are really in touch with your authentic self or if you're still playing roles to please mommy or daddy or siblings. <laughs> and the rest of the world. And in the meantime, guess who gets left out? You. Well, yeah. that won't happen as you read Redefining Moments. Speaking of Redefining Moments, Dennis, would you tell our audience where they can find your fabulous book? Thank you. Yeah, you can buy. You can get the book through Amazon.com. Uh, it's in an e-book, or you can order the hard uh, printed copy, and it's also an audio. You can download the audio of it. Or you can go to Barnes & Noble and buy it there or any of the major bookstores. 
Okay. And your website is DennisMeritJones.com. Merit yeah, is M-E-R-R-R-I-T-T. Right, two R's, two T's. Right. Two R's, two T's. Fantastic. And we'll repeat that later in the show, folks. Um, Dennis, let's talk about your subject of wants and needs. I found this personally fascinating, and I was just so excited to have you on the air so that I can hear from you, the author. What I got out of that is if I were to desire a fancy car that I want, is this uh, a want is this a need, or am I looking for inner peace that I desire? Would you help straight me out on all that, please? Yeah, it depends on whether you want a car because you're going to draw power from it, or it's going to make you look good, or you're, you know, it's to. If you define yourself by what you drive, uh, then you need to take a look at that. That's a want, not a need. Needs, you know, uh, you know, Maslow refers to the the, the, the essential needs, uh, you know, in his. Uh, uh, hierarchy of needs, and he talks about the, the obvious needs that we have are air to breathe, cl- clean water, adequate food, safe shelter, good health, law and order, a belongingness in the sense of, of connection to others, uh, and love and self-esteem in a sense of purpose. Beyond that, we have a lot of wants, and sometimes we confuse our wants with our needs. And our wants usually, oftentimes, uh, are, are things that we tend to allow to, to define us. Or, or we want to have something created in our life before we think we're going to be happy. The belief, the belief is that when you have all your wants fulfilled, then you'll be at peace. Then you'll have, then all, all things will be right. But that's not the truth, because the minute you manifest what you think you want, it's short-lived in your set, the, the level of your satisfaction. And as I say in the book, you get on that hedonic treadmill, and you're automatically looking for the next fix the next thing that you think is going to make you happy so to use an american phrase and your family name once are very often used by people who want to keep up with the Joneses. <laughs> good yeah that's okay good. all right so that's a good explanation and dennis ladies and gentlemen dennis merritt jones lists the maslow needs the hierarchy in the book, and anything out of that can be wants, and I think that was very well explained. Dennis, I'm quoting from the book, the moment we consciously recall our personal relationship and unity with the original self, it Mm -hmm. awaits with open arms. Lesson learned. Life is better at home than in the far country. What Mm -hmm. mattered was remembering the way home and starting the journey back. Comments, please? Well, I use the the metaphor of, of the, from the scriptures of the parable son, uh, the uh, which is, or the prodigal son, which is just a parable that that uh, the teacher Jesus used to to uh, help us understand how easy it is to separate ourselves from our true source, from from the authentic self, by looking to the, the prodigal son went to the far country to to have uh, his needs met. Or, or, or to fulfill his wants, and in that process, he discovered that pretty soon his wants ran out, and he was empty. He was in need of of the coin of the realm. He he, he realized that he needed to go back to his father, which is the symbolic uh, uh, sim- symbolic of back to your authentic self or the the source, which is the the place where our wants and our needs are fulfilled. 
Okay. So we're on our path. We're reading your book and we're discovering some redefining moments. And you just go, that's the subject of your book. Mm-hmm. And is there a perhaps a challenge that we are creating among us, ladies and gentlemen, that we were rushing or policing or talking too fast sometimes to see those clues that to who we truly are underneath at the core? Oh, yeah. Okay. So we need to keep our eyes and ears open, talk a little slower, get away from pleasing, and to be uh, perceptive of what the universe is pointing out to us. Yeah. Let's talk about that just for a minute. And you've mentioned the fact that we perhaps many of us talk too much. A lot of times we talk too much because we're, we're uncomfortable with the silence that that if if there's silence between us and others that it, we get become uncomfortable with that and and the reality is we need to enter silence in order to connect with the authentic self i and love one, that it's you have to have silence to connect with the authentic self and i without because our time is so limited today i was talking to a challenging personality on the telephone and I, using what I learned from Dennis' book, I allowed silence to come in instead of filling in the silence with dumb questions and pleasing material. <laughs> and let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that silent, the sounds of silence, as Simon Garfunkel used to sing about, lasted a long five seconds. But that was a gigantic breakthrough. Did yep. I feel great after the phone call? You betcha I did, and I have Dennis Merritt-Jones to thank for that. You're very kind. I talk about in the book, you know, it's real easy to find out if if we talk too much, because all you have to do is ask somebody that we trust and know, somebody that knows us, that we're safe with, and they'll tell you if you talk too much. And, you know, at times I think people who talk on and on and on, we should create a new uh, recovery group called On and On and On. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) That I read that. Give them a chance to, uh, to to listen to themselves and maybe take a deep breath and enter the silence. And in that silence, the deeper we go into silence, the closer we get to uh, the authentic self. Do you know we're we're kidding about that, and it's so darn serious. You have alcoholics, gamblers, anonymous, all kinds of, and this will be called what? <laughs> what would it be called? On and on, on and on and on. On and oh, has, ladies and gentlemen, audience, do you have relatives or friends who could join that? It may overfill the biggest auditorium in the uh, in the world, Dennis. It is said over and over in your great book about being present. But would you please tell our audience why it is so important to be present with what we are doing? And will we be amazed by what is revealed to us? Thank you for asking that. Being present is is where creation takes place. It's in the present moment. Uh, Everybody listening, consider this, that where, where is your body right now? Your body is in the present moment. It can't be any place other than the present moment. But where is your mind a whole lot of the time? It's either out in front of you or behind you. It's either thinking about what's going to happen five minutes from now or next week or next year, uh, or it's dragging along the past, you know, oftentimes based on worry, resentment, etc. Uh, and we drag that into the, f- the present, which then we recreate it, project it into the future. By being present in the moment, I, if you notice at the end of each chapter or many of the chapters in the book, I have mindfulness practices. I'm a real strong believer in mindfulness. 
what is mindfulness? It's, it's simply the practice of being present in the moment with yourself, bringing your thoughts and your mind back into your body and being one with your body. So, so mindfulness is the practice of being aware that you're aware. And in that process, you can begin to do self-inquiry. You can begin to access that authentic self and uh, bring it into your, uh, you know, actualize it into your daily life. But, but you can't do it if you're not aware of it. You've got to be aware of it. Mindfulness is a big part of Dennis's book, ladies and gentlemen. And before we go to break, not only do I feel good about what Dennis just talked about, mindfulness, being aware, I want to read to you, ladies and gentlemen, this excerpt from the book. The authentic self will never lead you to believe you have anything to defend, prove, mm-hmm. or to be puffed up about because why your true identity is not determined by what your ego or the world has to say about you the world being friends relatives anybody outside of you we'll be right back in just a moment i said a lot on that ladies and gentlemen this is all in dennis's fabulous book i'm richard levy you're listening to wealthy thoughts on the paramount channel voice america we're talking about dennis's hit book your redefining moments. We'll be right back after the break. Stay with us. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Are you believing more and more in your abilities to attract a life of wealth, success, abundant health, and happiness? If so, you are doing it exactly right. And you've been listening to Richard Levy's guests on Wealthy Thoughts. Each guest on the show has overcome challenges on their journey to success and riches. Here's what they share in common. One, they followed their passion. Two, they took positive action. Three, they released negative distractions, emotions, and people from their lives. You are just as smart and can be a success in your own life. Take the next step. Let Richard Levy serve as your life coach. You can get 15 minutes of free success coaching with Richard. And if you sign up for three of his success coaching sessions, you'll also receive a free copy of his latest book, Thoughts Make You Wealthy, a DVD from his Think Like a Millionaire seminar, and his CD, Forgiveness is for Your Benefit, Not Theirs. That's over $150 in free gifts. Visit ThoughtsMakeYouWealthy.com now to learn more about getting your free 15-minute coaching session with Richard Levy. Like so many others, do you put on a game face to the world? The stress of home life, work life, and personal life converge on us on practically a daily basis. Yet, so rarely do we let others see our real selves. And we carry on like we don't have a single problem. We need to connect and to find out we're not alone. Tune into Stories from the Heart of Leadership with host Shamin Sadiq to find out not only what's been created, but the story behind it. Listen live every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. This is Wealthy Thoughts with Richard Levy. To reach us today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's one 346 9141 If you'd rather send us an email, the address is wealthythoughts at gmail.com. 
Now, back to the program. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Richard Levy. Welcome back to Wealthy Thoughts. Our guest today is Dennis Merritt-Jones, author of the bestseller, Your Redefining Moments. Now, the re is in parentheses. We'll talk about that later in the show. Your Redefining Moments, Becoming Who You Were Born to Be. Dennis, disappointments. Everybody on the planet has experienced disappointments and will. It's how we handle it. And in your book, you say that that exact statement. Uh, everyone experiences disappointments in the course of life. And then you emphasize what you talked about before the break, mindfulness. If There's my Texas accent. And mindfulness. <laughs> if, if you are mindful, your biggest disappointments can be a precursor to a redefining moment just ahead. Once right. again, would you talk about that, please? Yeah, one of the one of the ten road signs I, I I give in the book about how to know a redefining moment is just around the bend if you're mindful, is is by the when we're sitting in disappointment, we can be either conscious that we're disappointed or unconscious that we're disappointed. Meaning, we're either reacting to it or responding to it, and if we're if we're present with our disappointment and we can observe it not as something bad but simply another message from the universe that that there's something for us to know and learn that disappointment can lead to a redefining moment if we're willing to to receive the the message or the teaching that it has to offer us in the moment all disappointment is attached to wanting something to be different than it is in the moment Okay, very fine. That's I could not. Uh, I think that speaks for itself. We were talking before the break, kidding about uh, people who need to learn to be quiet. They talk a lot, and there's and people do that for a reason, ladies and gentlemen. Silence is very important, you say, Dennis, in redefining moments. How do you suggest our readers, our listeners, practice getting silent so that? we can create a vacuum in which a redefining moment may be actualized? That's a good question. There's a great you know, process, and the book is full of practices like, like the one I'm going to describe. But one of the ways that you can really discover that, I mean, you don't have to create silence. It's already wherever you are. Whether you're sitting at the top of Mount Everest with no, no other person around or whether you're in the middle of Grand Central Station wow. with thousands of people around, silence is there. It's just being covered over by certain degrees of noise. <laughs> and the way that you can demonstrate this is consider, you know, as a, as a, a mindfulness practice, surround yourself intentionally with a lot of noise. Turn on the TV, turn on the, the video player, turn on the radio, and maybe surround yourself with, with people who would be willing to participate in this where they're talking. And slowly strip away the layers, turn off the TV, then turn off the radio, shut down the computer. Ask people to stop talking. And you'll notice that more and more and more silence is revealed. It's not that it's gone anywhere. It's just that we're, we're experiencing it because we're stripping away the layers of noise. And we're noisemakers. Be- other than the sounds that come from nature, thunder clapping, birds tweeting, wind blowing, you know, <laughs> we m- manufacture every sound, every bit of noise that we hear. And the reality is there's external noise. But there's also internal noise when, we are, when our thoughts are going so fast and, and that habitual 
conversation that we have within our own mind, telling stories, blah, 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 blah. That's, that's internal noise. And so the practice is to learn how to, to dive deeper into the, that, that central core that we are uh, in truth and allow the layers of noise to disappear, and they will. You can experience absolute silence in the middle of uh, a noisy environment. You just have to know how to do it. One of the tools that you can use is mindful breathing because breathing anchors you in your body and it, it, it draws you back from the external no, uh, world where most noise is generated. So by breathing consciously and intentionally and deeply and perhaps even tying it in with a mantra of some sort, on your in-breath, have a mantra, and on out-breath, a release, you'll be amazed at how you'll begin to enter the silence within yourself, irrespective of what's going on around you. i be honest with you. I listened to every word, and I felt my body calm down, relax. And can you imagine if uh, I were not doing the broadcast? I can. I just. Uh, I think that's wonderful. And we'll then, as Dennis says, be open to clues to redefining our our actual self. In fact, I love another quote you put in from good old Ralph Waldo Emerson, and I think we all can learn from this one. I'll say it slowly with the breathing. Mm. Who you are speaks so loudly, I can't hear what you're saying. And you have to meditate on that one, ladies and gentlemen. It means a whole lot. It's a well-stated mantra there. This is something for everyone, I think, also – Dennis, you from your book, become the observer of your mind and determine if when spoken, your words are truly conveying purpose and meaning or are simply filling the empty space. And you've talked about that already. Right. A lot well, of people do that. I think that we can train ourselves to be the observer of our own. But the amazing thing is that you, that you can observe your own thoughts, which means there's some aspect within us that's larger than us. <laughs> and that's what redefining moments are about, is taking an inward plunge and connecting with that which is larger than us, that original self, and actualizing it. And one of the ways that we can do that is by, by uh, becoming the observer of our own thoughts, the, uh, the witness, silent witness, if you will, of our own thoughts, feelings. That's why, that's why emotional awareness is so important, because if we can be still enough to experience our emotions, the emotions are just a messenger that is telling us what's going on in our minds that we not, may not be conscious of. So the body is a wonderful interpreter that will give us a clue as to what's going on in the mind if we're willing to be aware of the emotions that are moving through us in a given moment. But we can't do that if our, if our mind is engaged in external stuff. We have to come back to ourself, capital S, and be present with ourselves and actually become the observer of your own thoughts and, as you say in your introduction, feelings. Right. I just pictured I live in a large metropolitan city, Chicago, and I see people walking, texting, talking, walking the dog, and uh, singing, and uh, they're kind of away from themselves. In fact, I like what you say. As I read through your book, you made this statement that as I began to learn more about myself, and I think the readers will also, the more years we've lived, the more we've forgotten from where we've come and why we've come to this life. A very profound statement. I think it's beautiful. Then you quote 
Lao Tzu, Chinese and uh, philosopher. Is that who mm-hmm. Lao was? Yes. Okay. Okay, here it is, ladies and gentlemen, quote, unquote. At the center of your being, you have the answer. You know who you are, and you know what you want. Dennis, right. comments on that. Well, you knew who you were the moment you were born. The, you, you were, there was nothing between you and the, and the self that you really are. And, and that knowing is still there. As I said, we've forgotten. So, so the, 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 the book and, and, and really the intention is to take the journey, conscious journey back to that self we were the moment we were born because that self knows who it is and the individuated, unique imprint of life that, that it was given to us individually to bring into manifestation in our worlds. We were not created to be like anybody else. And there's a place within us that knows who we are, and that is the authentic self. And when we access that and actualize it and bring it to the surface of life, that's when the, the truth of who we are shows up. And as I say in the, book, in the book, that's when we really live out loud, because we're, we're, we're full of courage, clarity, and a willingness to just be who we know we were born to be. I say hallelujah and right on. I feel the energy of that. And Dennis, this brings to me late in this broadcast to the title of your book. I thought I would fit it in right now. You're talking about ourselves. The title of this book, ladies and gentlemen, and this is also a question, your redefined moments becoming who you were born to be. Ladies and gentlemen, I can read this title, the title of this book as your defined moments are your redefined moments. That's at parentheses. Dennis, comment on that, please. Well, any moment can be a redefining moment because in any given moment, uh, if we're conscious and present with the moment, Richard, and that's why mindfulness is so important, if we're conscious and present in the moment, a redefining moment is something that's going on in our life in the moment that will create an opening for us to consciously challenge old ideas and beliefs about who we think we are by accessing that limited or limitless uh, new possibilities that lie inherent within the authentic self that we are and bringing that awareness into the moment. See, redefining moments happen when any experience, whether it's positive or negative, uh, when, when those experiences happen, uh, we're having what's happening is the the portal to the the deepest self that we are is opening, and we have a chance to bring that deepest self back to the surface of life and apply it to that moment. Whether it's something that's happy or sad, we, that moment can be a read. I'll give you an example of a redefining moment, if I may. Yeah, we have what, about a minute before break. Go ahead, Dennis. Okay. Uh, the the day that to my daughter, who's now 30 years old, was born, the doctor handed her in, to me and put her, put her in my, my arms. And I looked oh. into her eyes, and all of a sudden, every definition that I had put my, on my how I defined myself and her was stripped away. As I looked into her eyes, and I connected with that part of her that she just came from an amazing place that, that is, is much larger than any one of us. And when I connected with that aspect of her, I had to let go of all the predefined ideas of who I thought she would be and how I would be, the, the labels or the roles I would play in her life. That was a redefining moment because I connected with something that was larger than me and her by looking into her eyes. I love that. That is so touching. I love you for sharing that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a, a quote from Dennis's book about a defining moment. A defining moment doesn't add anything to you it reveals something in you and this is what happened at the birth of his 
beautiful daughter, and her name is Merritt, correct? Merritt, that's right. Merritt Jones, yep. Okay, very fine. All right. When, ladies and gentlemen, when we come back from the break, I'm going to let Dennis tell you how you can get in touch with him, what he can offer to you, and two other books he's written. And then I'm going to have Dennis share a story to me that to me was very touching why he changed his major in college mm-hmm. and and what happened to his voice. There's a play on what I'm talking about, literally and figuratively. <laughs> All right. I'm Richard Levy with Dennis Merritt-Jones, author of Your Redefining Moments. Get the book. It's a must to be in your library. We'll talk about where to get it when we come back from the break. Stay with us, and thank you for listening today to Wealthy Thoughts. More exciting news about redefining moments with Dennis Merritt-Johnson in a moment. Thank you. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel, voiceamericaempowerment.com. With so many success, get wealthy, and positive thinking books on the market, it's easy to get overwhelmed. And many books leave you feeling good for a few days. Then the old negativity sets back in, along with debt and a mundane life. If you enjoy this radio show and feel motivated to go to the next level in life, you're ready for Richard's latest book, Thoughts Make You Wealthy. Learn how to write goals that work. Discover how to visualize your goals and design a vision board. Get affirmations that will empower you and change your life. Learn how to release all negativity in your life, including anger, fear, worry, and procrastination, all killers of thoughts of wealth. Richard will help you learn how to start and maintain the success, wealth, and abundant energy you need every day and for your entire life. If not now, when? Order your copy of Richard Levy's latest book today, Thoughts Make You Wealthy, at ThoughtsMakeYouWealthy.com. Order three copies to give as gifts and receive a free DVD from Richard Levy's highly popular seminar series, a $100 value, yours free. Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune in to Absurd Psychology. Straight answers without all the bull. Hosted by Dr. Gary Bell. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions. Some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Mondays at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. This is Wealthy Thoughts with Richard Levy. To reach us today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send us an email, the address is wealthythoughts at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Richard Levy, and you're listening to Wealthy Thoughts. Today, our guest is author Dennis Merritt-Jones of the hit bestseller, Your Redefining Moments, Becoming Who You Were Born to Be. We've been talking about redefining yourself, find your authentic self. And if you miss any part of this broadcast, go to my website, thoughtsmakeyouwealthy.com. 
and click on radio shows, I'm going to listen to to my uh, because I've read the book and what Dennis did today was expand on his thoughts and why he wrote different segments. Dennis, would you tell our audience where they can find your refining moments and a little bit about your other two books and where they can find them, please? Thank you. The uh, the you can get all my books from Amazon.com or uh, Barnes and Noble major bookstores. The uh, the other two books that that uh, are prior to the, the new book uh, the, the, is your uh, the first one is uh, the art of being 101 ways to practice purpose in your life, and that's a book about how to actualize your purpose for being on the planet in your everyday life. Understanding that your purpose isn't at a point of arrival somewhere down the road. It's, it's in front of you every moment of every day. And the other book, The Art of Uncertainty, How to Live in the Mystery of Life and Love It, is a book about coming to the edge of your comfort zone and knowing there's more for you to do or you wouldn't be on the planet, and to lean into the unknown because that is where new creation takes place. You can't create anything new from within the field of what you already know. You have to step into your unknowing to know what's next. Okay, so those are the those two other books. If there are anything like redefining moments, you got to get them, ladies and gentlemen. They're easy reads, but it isn't that you want to be a speed reader? You want to read, close your eyes, and digest. What else uh, can our listeners find out about you on your website? Your website, once again, is dennismerrittjones.com. and. Right. You offer one-to-one, and you offer mentoring. Would you tell our audience about how they can get in touch with you? Sure. Yeah, you, just, there, you can contact me via email through my website. I do mentoring, it's, it, and, and it's different than, than, what, than coaching for a number of reasons. You can actually see, go to the website and, and find out more about that. But I also offer a number of free downloadable things that you can, you can download, as, such as a gratitude, mindfulness gratitude journal, uh, and other other pieces that are inspiring. You can also uh, subscribe for my free weekly inspirational e-message, which I send out about every week or two, which is my gift to you. And, and with that comes uh, 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 thoughts for the day and, and hopefully ideas that will motivate you to actualize what I'm writing about in that day. And I'm also a columnist for the Huffington Post, so you can find me there as well as Facebook and Twitter. Okay, Facebook, Twitter, Huffington Post. You can find Dennis overall and go to his website, Dennis Merritt Jones. And the Merritt is M E R I T T T Jones.com. Dennis, D E N N I S. Dennis Merritt Jones.com. Contact him, and Dennis will be able to take care of any of your needs, any questions you have, and we'll get right back to you and sign up for that free e newsletter that he sends out. It is Fabulous. Dennis, I loved your comment about college. You were a marketing mm-hmm. major, I believe, marketing your daddy. Right. Uh, is he still with us or not? Yes, 93 oh, he, years old. You mentioned that in your book, and I hope we'll, I want to cover something about him before we close up. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, your dad was in marketing, successful, made money. So in college, you became Mr. Marketing Major. And mm-hmm. then you had a realization as you discovered your authentic self. What did you change and why? Well, you're right. I, I became a marketing major because I wanted to, to to emulate my dad, not realizing that I, that's what I was doing at the time. Uh, one, one day in a philosophy class, I discovered the writings of Joseph Campbell. 
and and uh, his admonition to follow your bliss. And that kind of became a burr under my saddle, and I started really listening to and inquiring, what does that mean to follow your bliss? And, and what that means is that when you follow what it is that the, the, the truest, deepest core of what brings happiness and joy to you, the universe will open the doors that are, are needed to support you in following that bliss. And yet it's not an easy thing to do. He, he talks about the hero's journey, which is the, the, the process of leaving your comfort zone and following that bliss and returning to, to the wholeness of who you are, a changed person. And so the, my, my journey was one day realizing that while I was a marketing major, my heart was really in music. And I decided to change majors. I was guided to change majors and pursue a degree in music, which I got. And at the time, the only thing I could uh, I could study was was classical opera. And I realized about the time I finished my schooling that I just was not cut out for opera. I had a good voice for uh, for it, but it didn't. There was no joy, joy in it. There's no juice in it. There's no passion. There's no bliss. And so that led me to to. Uh, uh, end up finally playing rock and roll in smoke-filled bars and coffee houses where I truly, truly found my bliss for a number of years, which then led to another aspect of who I am today, which is a writer and author, because I was singing one day at a at a retreat where I discovered a philosophy called the science of mind that I've pursued, and it has changed my life, and it has made me who I am today. Well, that is fabulous. And as you found his passion, ladies and gentlemen, he tells, Dennis tells the story in the expanded version. And actually, his voice, his, the vocal cords produced beautiful sounds. He was following his passion. We have about a minute left. Please tell our audience, why is the question, who am I so important when we are on the path to authentic self, Dennis? Well, because there's a place within you that knows who you are, and it's about bringing your knowing, uh, that, bringing your conscious mind to that deeper knowing. And until you access that and live from it, you'll always, there will always be a sense of uneasiness. There will always be some place within you that is, is nudging you to, to be true to yourself, to, to dig deeper and discover who you really have. You have been uh, born to be, you, who you come here to be. You're on this, you have to understand you're on this planet at this time because you were supposed to be here. This is your time, and, and you're here by essentially divine appointment. Okay. okay. Just, well, well, I want you, ladies and gentlemen, to read about who am I. It's a mantra. He has other mantras that you can place on your mirror all around your house. This has been a fabulous hour, Dennis. I, it flew by for me. I have goosebumps. <laughs> we love you. We hug you. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the book is Your Redefining Moments, Becoming Who You Were Born to Be. Dennis, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you were you, a great guest. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be with you. You're welcome. And I want to close uh, up the show with a comments about Dennis's 93-year-old dad. I'll say this fast. His 93-year-old fa- father, whose mind is still strong, does not complain, criticize, hold grudges. He hugs, kisses, expresses gratitude, His keeps his mind agile, and he stays connected to his soul. Your dad is an example for all of us. Give him our love and our blessings, your wife, your merit, and your entire family. Thank you so much, Dennis. You, 
You're so welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, please send comments about the show onto my Facebook page, facebook.com slash thoughts make you wealthy, or Twitter at Wealth Thinking. I'd love to hear from you. The link to the show, as I mentioned, will be posted this afternoon at thoughtsmakeyouwealthy.com slash radio show. Pass the broadcast around so we can get the word out about Dennis's fine book and the message. If you'd like a free daily motivational message, go to my website, thoughtsmakeyouwealthy.com, and click on Daily Prosperity Message. Remember, dear friends, whatever you look at, talk about, write about, and think about is what you attract. Therefore, place success and prosperity in your focus during the day as much as possible. After all, it is your life that is made up of your choices. We'll see you next Monday at 2 Central, 3 Eastern, 12 noon Pacific for another production of Wealthy Thoughts. Be sure, dear friends, to love, appreciate, and value the most important person in your life. That is you. This is Richard Levy in Chicago, saying so long for now. Bye-bye. Thank you for inviting positive success into your life this week on Wealthy Thoughts. Please join host Richard Levy again next Monday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, and 2 p.m. Central Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. And this week, think of something positive you can do to bring success to yourself and others. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.